Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In 1998, I was in the seventh grade of school and undergoing a disorientating move from the only town I ever knew to one in the middle of nowhere that no one would have even heard of before. I wasn't used to the lack of buildings and in turn lack of places to go. The town's main road led straight through its centre and consisted of a few restaurants, a shanty motel and some shopping centres. Beyond that, the only source of entertainment was a bowling alley and a movie theatre that always seemed to be a few months behind. My refuge as an only child from my parents were the mounds of dirt and half-built houses that were dotted throughout my developing neighbourhood. I would jump from hill to hill as a giant monster or act like I was on the moon. The houses served for secret lairs, caves and space stations. Every day was a new adventure and going home was simply a reset. The next day always held new things to discover. I tried to enjoy this as much as I could because I started school the next week. I wasn't quite sure why my family had to move in the middle of March, but at least I got a fresh start. That Saturday, we invited over the family from across the street. The dinner my mother spent almost all day on consisted of a roast with vegetables. We all happily enjoyed it. I sat in on one of the conversations that conspired later that evening. The family was a mother, a father and a recently adopted child, a girl of 12. She stayed home due to the fact she was still adjusting to her new life. And that was the end of it. They went home without a word more of the mysterious girl, as they seemed almost offended of her mentioning. One would think an adoption was something worth talking about, but no such case here. Sunday came about and church came with it, a morning where silence and good behaviour were expected, and I had to wear my scratchy linen dress. We sat in the third pew on the left. The family we met yesterday were also there. They sat in the back corner against the wall, keeping their heads down, while constantly surveying the room. Between the two of them sat a third, a smaller person. They wore a short yellow dress and little black shoes that shimmered from the light coming from the window. It was the girl, or so I assumed. She was covered in a white embroidered blanket over her head and face. I continually looked back at them, trying to be as inconspicuous as possible to get a good look at them. The couple seemed to be clenching the wrists of the little girl, restraining her from getting up, though she wasn't struggling to break free. She didn't even seem phased by the sheet that surrogated her from the world. 
She just sat there, stone still. I heard murmurings from behind me saying she was a demon spawn, but I disregarded this. It's being church and people can be overly superstitious. They didn't twitch as the congregation left the chapel. They were waiting to see the priest or something. As I walked by, however, I took a final glance at them. The mother was looking at the front of the church. The father stared at the ground. And through the shirt that separated us, the girl was looking at me. After dinner that Sunday, there was to be another hour of light and my mother allowed me outside for a short time. As usual, I ran to my favourite house. It was different in that its spindly frame supported a solid ceiling and therefore an attic which I could climb up into. There were a few cracks between the ply boards that sealed the attic from the cooling spring air, allowing rays of light inside. I'd only found it two days ago, but I hadn't been anywhere since. Upon my initial entry that Friday, it was a little creepy having such little light inside as opposed to the other houses, but it quickly became an atmosphere where my imagination could run rampant. This day, however, returned me to that initial feeling that something was watching me in the dark. This was particularly due to the time of day, but mostly the day's experience with the girl. Her hidden stare gave me chills from the thought of being seen by one who could not be seen. I would not sleep that night, not because of what happened, but what was to happen yet. I went to the attic. It was dark, very dark. There were slivers of soft blue light that entered the cracks, and they obstructed my view from the opposite side of the room. However, without the visual evidence, I could hear something across from me. It was a sound of squishing, crunching, popping. I backed against the slant wall on my left and began to get closer. My visibility slowly grew stronger as I approached, one by one breaking through the moonlit walls. I couldn't see fully until I was only a few feet away. I passed through the final beam of light to reach the dark corner. I should have ran away from the start to shield myself from the evil I was about to witness, but how was I to know? The thing that was in the corner was small, yellow, and had long dark hair running down its back. I call her a thing because... She did not look fully human. Her face was the most terrifying thing I'd ever seen, and still to this day. A wide, darkly rimmed mouth was spread across the bottom half of her head. The lower portion of her nose was gone, ripped off and gushing blood. And above this mess lay two gaping holes where her eyes once rested. Disturbing further was her lower half. Her legs. Her legs were gone, tore from her body in a brutal manner. It was horrible that someone would do this to her. At least, I wished someone had done it, contrary to the horrible fact that she did this to herself. That sound I initially heard that stopped the moment I saw her. Between her chewed-off fingers were a leg, one of two. As it dripped and oozed its blood in the shimmering pool, the girl turned away from it, 
She was looking at me again, a hollow head, smile wide. I don't know how long I stood there, but I ran home. I didn't utter a word to my parents as I charged by them into my room. I just went to bed and cried. The paper the next day reported a maimed girl being found. The story was altered, but I knew the truth. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.